Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here from naturalintuition.com. I'm your journey partner in business, and I'd like to welcome you back to episode 63 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. The title of this podcast episode is the anti-hustle lifestyle, right? The more that you can take on an anti-hustle lifestyle and an anti-hustle mindset, the better. And this is totally going to turn certain people off. I know as <laughs> entrepreneurs, we're encouraged to you know, hustle and grind or every day I'm hustling or all of the, those mantras that are popularized by mainstream media to encourage us to basically work our brains out <laughs> and just not stop working and derive significance and an identity from how hard you can grind, how hard you can work, and how hard you can just pump out more and more things to do and get done. I am anti that. So I'm sticking my stake in the ground. I am <laughs> going to let you know loud and clear that is absolutely not what I identify with personally as well as a brand. When I have entrepreneurs to come and work with me on their abundance mindset to keep their energy grounded and clear in mind, body, and business. That's actually one of the things that we try to get um, my students away from this whole hustle, hustle, grind, grind sort of identity. And here's the reason why I want to give you a little bit of backstory behind that. I come from a family of business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, in fact, there's also salespeople in my lineage. So I am used to being around people who are familiar with the hustle and grind mindset. And they take a lot of pride in being hard workers or being able to um, take on more than the average person. And if you listen to some of my other podcast episodes, I talk about um, the toxic can-do attitude that put me into the hospital. But this comes from uh, being in a family of business owners, entrepreneurs, managers, basically get it done, guys and girls. And the flip side of that, okay, yeah, you know, we're very competitive, very creative, high energy people. But the flip side of that, um, I get to see, having grown up with it, is all of the quality of life issues that that brings up. It's really torn apart marriages number one. Number two, it's uh, ruined parent-child relationships um, in our family. And then number three, it's also caused uh, serious health concerns like high blood pressure, risk of heart disease, you know, the lack of self-care then mounting into cancer. I've had quite a few people in my family pass away from cancer. Um, I never got to meet my grandfather because uh, he 
being super competitive, was working hard all the time, always working hard, and ended up dropping dead at work from a massive heart attack. So I'm not just here to be contra or to be anti-everything and rebel for no reason. I want to make sure that I put my, uh, my line in the sand for you to advocate for your quality of life in business. And I believe in having a quality of life design and a section of your business plan to include your quality of life. It's not just about what you can do for people, but it's also the life that you're creating for yourself. Because if you really are a conscious entrepreneur, then what you are doing, your contribution to the world, this is your life's purpose. This is something that has become a really big part of your day-to-day life. Studies show that the average adult is spending 50% of their waking hours at work. The other 50% they try to squish the rest of their lifestyle into. So be kind to yourself if that's you. If you're hustling, 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 hustling for 50% of your waking hours, And by the way, that is one third of your life because a third of our life we spend asleep. So then we only have those two thirds left. So the 50% of our waking hours is spent hustling. And then the other 50% is trying to manage the rest of our outside of work activities. And then for those of you who are solopreneurs, you know that the boundaries just keep blending, right? So you'll be sending emails while you're trying to be at home with your family or on the road or, you, you know, you're trying to vacation, but you're bringing your work with you and all that. I know, guilty as charged. My hand is in the air <laughs> right there with you. So I am anti-hustle and anti-grind. And in fact, I love to go the complete opposite. How can we turn your workspace, your work life into the most healing and relaxing and uplifting, right? Empowering experience. How can it be flowing and effortless? How can you get clients with effortless ease? How can you serve your clients with effortless ease? How can you have a marketing presence online with effortless ease? How can you have a workspace that is healing for your body to be in, right? If you're going to be spending half your waking hours, according to statistics, in your workspace, how can this workspace be something that makes you healthier the more that you are there, right, over time, rather than one that is uh, wearing you down or draining you? So, I'm saying this, by the way, on the tail end of a spa day, like an impromptu spa day. Now, I have the best clients on the planet, I have to admit. (laughs) And especially those who are local here. um, I'm in New Jersey. I'm based out of New Jersey. And I have quite a few clients who are national and international. But I also have quite a few who are local to the state of New Jersey. And sometimes they will say, Hey, Victoria, I have an extra uh, admission to the spa. Do you want to come? You know, we could mastermind, uh, we could hang out, go in the saunas, you know, and relax. The answer is yes. (laughs) And 
rather than just going out for a coffee date or a one-to-one, as they say in B&I, right? Or rather than just taking someone out to lunch for a business expense, we're going to the spa, baby. (laughs) And that is wonderful. So that's just one thing. And by the way, some of the biggest um, aha moments that I've had uh, for planning and visioning and you know strategizing for my business have come when I'm at the spa or when someone's giving me a really great massage or when I'm laying in a sauna or just relaxing with someone at the spa. We start talking about, oh, here's what my dreams and my ideas are. When you're relaxed, naturally, that creative visionary state opens up. Uh, the more you can open up and take care of your body, the more creativity you have access to. So, I'm not saying, though, that you have to have a spa membership in order to be anti-grind. No, no. But what does your workspace look like? Is it something that is calming and stress-free and healing or uplifting or nourishing to be in? Or is it basically like a, a, a command center where you know, you're in the middle of the matrix and you sit down in your chair and just plug in to all of the electronics and there's no windows, there's no plants, there's no fresh air or what. Be kind to yourself. Look at your workspace. Look at your work lifestyle. And if only just for today, as we say in Reiki, just for today, consider what is my quality of life plan? in my business because especially if you are the founder of the business or the sole proprietor or you're really you're the one as the visionary in the business your health matters i'm going to repeat that if you are the visionary of the business meaning what you see and what you um decide is what determines the direction that the business is going in, your health matters. If you are sick, if you are tired, if you are cranky, if you are all locked up and got tons of knots in your shoulders, you got headaches, or you have stomach problems, or you're stressed out, right, or your hair falling out, um, or you have nervous tendencies such as smoking or nail biting or even drinking uh, while you're at work just to get by, chances are you are headed for, if not already in the middle of, some major burnout. And burnout, if you haven't noticed yet, affects your productivity. So that is something that I just wanted to share with you. If only just for today, try it out. Be anti-grind. Now, here's the thing. For some people, their personality needs to have the grind going on. Like, you need to feel like, oh, I'm challenged. If I don't feel pushed or if I don't feel confronted by fires burning, I'm not going to be motivated to get stuff done. And if that's you, you do you, boo. That's awesome. And I'm telling you now, I am not your girl. <laughs> I am not your girl. I'm I'm an artist at heart. I am creative, right? I, I, I have a creative mindset. And so 
because of that, what matters most is how I feel. I'm also a highly sensitive individual. I'm sensitive to smell. I'm sensitive to light. I'm sensitive to sound. Um, I'm sensitive to the way that people talk to me and the words that they use. I'm, I'm sensitive. And that is actually my strong point. That is absolutely not a weakness. The reason why I'm able to catch things that other people don't is because of how sensitive I am. And that's what people pay me the big bucks for. And so my workspace and my work lifestyle has got to support me in staying as open and clear and flowing as possible. And I found that if there are other people, it doesn't matter what your industry is, but I found that my ideal client is also a highly sensitive person and their role in their business also really depends on their ability to stay on their game, to stay tuned in, tapped in, turned on, as Abraham Hicks would say. You're, the more that you are in your flow, the better you'll be doing, the better your team does as well if you have support staff, and also the better your relationships will be. So getting back to where I started off this podcast episode about health and relationships, um, how that whole grinding thing, that grinding mindset really grinds away and eats away at your connections with your family um, as well as your physical health. So the more that you can have an anti-grind approach to your business lifestyle, maybe it's the decor, maybe it's how you schedule out the day, making sure that there is no such thing as back-to-back appointments. Repeat, there is no such thing as back-to-back appointments. Absolutely not. Even, I don't care what you do in the buffer time between your clients or your your appointments, if you go pick your nose, go for a walk, do a backflip or fall asleep, doesn't matter. There is no such thing <laughs> as back-to-back appointments. Why? Because we're talking quality of life here. We want to make sure that you're able to have longevity. We want to give you enough time to step away from the office, stretch, get some fresh air, call the person that you love and say, hey, I just wanted to say that I love you and I'm thinking of you. Uh, and then go then back into what you're doing or to, to leave a note in your kid's lunchbox to say mommy loves you um, or daddy's thinking of you and here's something that I love the most about you just write a lovely note if you have enough space to be (laughs) and I just mean that with like a capital B uh, enough space to be then you'll be more available to love you'll be more available to having health but if you're grinding all the time you're not going to have space to manifest that better relationship that better marriage Uh, you're not going to have the emotional or the physical bandwidth to manifest that next level of health and well-being that you may desire, right? Because we're always writing down goals and, you know, goal cards and things that we want to manifest, right? What's the next thing that you want out of your life? But if you're not getting it, chances are it might be because you're stuck in that grind. Your time is stuffed way too intensely of going on to the next thing, on to the next thing, and on to the next thing. 
Be kind to yourself. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. I'm sending you spa vibes. <laughs> right? Um, sending you spaciousness so that you can enjoy this for the long haul. I don't think you got into business to have only like, you know, one or two customers and then that was it. I don't think you got into business to make a flash in the pan kind of impact. If you did, by the way, you know, that's that's you. But if you're listening to this podcast, if you're a journeypreneur who's on the path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact, right, especially for the highest good of all, you don't want to be a flash in the pan. So we want to play the infinite game. Let's think longevity and having an anti-hustle mindset is where it's at. So I'm curious, did this concept speak to you? If so, send me a a message out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Sensei Victoria Whitfield. That is S-E-N-S-E-I is how you spell Sensei Victoria Whitfield. Would love to hear back from you. If this is your first podcast, welcome. Welcome to the Journeypreneur Podcast. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review and type in there what was your favorite takeaway from this podcast episode. You doing that helps me reach more people and really spread this message of enjoying the journey. Enjoy the journey in life and business. Don't lose your glow as you grow. Okay, and I will see you in the next podcast episode. Take care of yourself. All right, and bye for now.